What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I am your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. It is Tuesday, September 6th. We are two days away from the start of the NFL season. I couldn't be more excited. This is my favorite time of the year. I got all my fantasy drafts done. I'm getting ready to watch my Niners play on Sunday, but I'm also getting ready for this Thursday night game. The Bills and the Rams should be a good one. I'm super, super stoked. The best time of the year, no doubt. Very happy. Um, I know I wasn't able to come out with an episode last week. Uh, wasn't able to drop one. I did put on my social medias my top 10 quarterbacks heading into next season. Um, so if you don't follow me on social media, definitely go do that. Um, I'm at, on Instagram at the nightshift.pod, on TikTok at the nightshift pod, and on Twitter at the nightshift. Two T's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Um, so I put out my top 10 quarterbacks heading into the season. I did a similar thing earlier in the earlier, a couple months ago where I gave all my my quarterbacks heading into the year. But it, the list looks a little bit different, not a whole lot, but I just wanted to throw it out there for people to know. Um, but here we are, man, the season right right around the corner. It's it's coming. It's right here, and, I, and I'm super excited. Um, So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk a little bit about some fantasy starts and sits for week one. I'm going to go over my week one predictions for every game, who I think is going to win. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this whole Jimmy Garoppolo Trey Lance situation that I wasn't able to touch on last week. But it's a very big situation, especially as a 49er fan. Um, you know, this is very crucial to the team, you know, this move that they made. So let's go ahead, let's hop into this. Um, and I'm gonna actually start with Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. So what how this whole Jimmy Garoppolo bringing him back is going to affect Trey Lance, how it's gonna affect him, his game. Uh, him mentally, and I think it there's a combination of things that go on here. So first off, as most people who listen to my podcast and know me as a human, um, as they probably know, I, I am a, I'm very anti Jimmy Garoppolo. I was never the biggest fan of him. Um, when he came over from New England, I didn't hate the move. Actually, I was actually I liked it. I thought he was going to be solid. Um, he played those first five games for us. He looked solid. He looked, he looked good. Um, and then we gave him the contract and I wasn't a fan of that move. I liked Jimmy up until we gave him that contract. And obviously I thought he was going to be okay, but then they, they pay him this money. And then I was like, okay, well now this guy's completely overrated. What, why would we make him the highest paid quarterback of all time? Never liked that move from the start. Um, again, thought Jimmy was okay. I thought he was good, but I didn't think he was worth the highest paid quarterback of all time. So fast forward, here we are now. Um, I don't, I still don't, I don't like Jimmy. Uh, I don't think he's very good. And he's, he's a very big reason why we, why we lost the Super Bowl in 2019 and why we lost this NFC championship game last season. So not a big fan of Jimmy. And when it was time to draft Trey Lance, I was mostly looking for the 49ers to trade for a quarterback. I wasn't expecting them to go out, trade a lot of picks to move up in the draft to draft one. My biggest hope was that the 49ers were going to land Matthew Stafford. That didn't happen. Here we are. They trade up to the third overall pick. They draft Trey Lance. I like Trey Lance. I think he's okay. I think he's going to be good. Um, I think he's got he's very raw, um, very inexperienced. So he's has some work to do, some kinks to work out, which is why we should have started him last year. But you know, we didn't make that decision. 
Um, but yeah, so here we are. Now, Trey Lance, he's named the starter. He knows it's his squad. This is his team now. They gave him the keys. It was likely time to part ways. It looked like we were going to part ways with Jimmy G. And then all offseason, every time I get a notification on my phone, I'm hoping it's Jimmy G being traded or getting released. I just didn't want him here anymore. I think it'd be awkward. Um, I don't think he's very good. I just don't want him here. The other day, happened last week, we restructured his contract to go from making $25 million to $6 million. So now we have Jimmy for one more season making $6 million. He is our backup. Now, as a backup quarterback, objectively, that that's a very solid backup. Jimmy's a solid backup quarterback. That's who you want as a backup. Jimmy is is worthy of being a starter. He's a low-end starter, but he, he can be one. He's a starter. He's better than every backup in the league, and he's better than some starters too. He's a low-end starter. So we have him as a backup, which is good. That's good, but it, it's not it's not as surface level as that. This is an awkward situation. And even though you might hear Trey Lance say, hey, I love having Jimmy G. He's like my big brother. Having him here is just going to make us better as a team. And ultimately, it comes down to those two. Whatever Trey Lance and Jimmy G feel, that's what matters. It doesn't matter how I feel about it. It doesn't matter how anybody feels about it besides those two guys. But I feel that they feel that at least Trey Lance feels this isn't right. This is Trey Lance's team. And Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have made it clear. But when you go out and grab the guy who this guy was replacing to bring him back, what does that say? That says either A, we don't have as much confidence in Trey Lance as we hoped, or B, I mean, that that kind of is what he says. I mean, I feel like that's what that move is saying. They don't have as much confidence in Trey Lance as they want. They're not as confident in Trey Lance. You, this Bringing back Jimmy Garoppolo was not a smart idea, in my opinion. I don't think this is good for Trey mentally. Lance is going to come out week one going against Chicago. Uh, he's starting the season against Chicago and Seattle, which are two favorable matchups for him. And, you know, Trey Lance being so inexperienced and so young, there's going to be some struggles along the way. We all know that this is inevitable. We cannot sit here as 49er fans and as football fans and expect Trey Lance to look like Joe Montana immediately. That's not going to happen. It's impossible. It's literally, there's no way that happens. We're going to see Trey Lance have a bad game here, a bad pass here, a, a bad drive here, an awful game or two here. That's going to happen. And we just, we're, we have to accept that because that's what it is. People, when they're learning and they're getting better, there's going to be some rough patches. Now, the thing that I'm scared of, I don't want these guys to see Trey Lance maybe start out. Let's say Trey Lance starts out with the 49ers 2-5, and 1-5. and five. Bad start to the season. They don't look good. Trey Lance is struggling. You cannot bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. It doesn't matter. You can't do it. Because you gave this kid the keys to the team. You banked on him. To, to lead this squad, to be the quarterback, the most important position on the entire field, 
you gave all this to him. He's going to have these bad games. You can't just destroy his confidence, take him out of the game, and bring in Garoppolo, and now Garoppolo's the starter again while Lance is sitting on the bench. You can't You do that. you got to let Trey work this out on his own. He's going to have to learn. That's how quarterbacks learn. It's tough to see. It's We see quarterbacks a lot struggle early on. For example, Josh Allen, the arguably the best quarterback in the league right now, probably third in my opinion, on the Buffalo Bills, first year, awful. He did not look good at all. Second year, he looked solid towards the end of the season. He that You were like, okay, now we're starting to see what Josh Allen could be towards the end of his second season. And now look, boom, third, fourth year, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. Things take time. Developing a quarterback takes time. So you can't just write him off if he has a bad game or two. And that's what I'm scared of. Do I think Shanahan will do that? No. But again, I Shanahan and John Lynch are very unpredictable. That's how they are. They're very secretive and they're very unpredictable. You don't really know what they're going to say or what they're going to do. They kind of, they, it's like they're, it's like they're two people who just, they're like recluses. <laughs> they don't, they don't let out a lot of information, which can be good, but it's just for us. It's like, we don't know what's going to happen. So, which is fine. But my hope is that they don't end up doing that if Trey Lance looks bad and is struggling we can't let that happen you gotta let Trey Lance figure it out on his own now this is why I said we should have started him last season I don't care that Jimmy G got us to the NFC championship to me that doesn't matter to people to 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 a lot of people out there they're like dude how could I've gotten this a lot because I've had this conversation more than I've had this conversation too many times with people. And and I'm 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 likely in the minority here because a lot of people think I'm wrong when I say this, but I don't think I am. I think we I think it would have been a better situation to start Trey Lance last season than to roll out Jimmy Garoppolo. And everyone's response is we got to the NFC championship game. So we lost. There was no way we were gonna win that. Jaquaski Tart screwed us by dropping the pick. I don't think we win the Super Bowl though. I don't think you can win a Super Bowl. And I think every, with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think everything just leading up to it is Jimmy fails against the Cowboys. We looked very good as a team. Jimmy did everything in his power to make us lose that game. We still won. We ended up winning. Thank God. Same thing with the Packers game. He looked awful. Jimmy's not that guy. So in my opinion, I look at it like this. Jimmy G. Or Trey Lance. Jimmy G, a vet, been with the team a while, choked the Super Bowl already, proven to be not good and below average, can't win you a Super Bowl, versus Trey Lance. Young kid, insane upside, lots of potential, needs to be developed. Who do you go with? You go with Trey Lance. <laughs> That's the smarter decision. I don't like this argument of, you know, he's you're going to ruin his development. 
I, I never understood that. That's a very rare case. And I think that's only a case when this when when the quarterback gets put into an awful situation. Trey Lance is not in an awful situation. He's in the best situation out of any rookie quarterback drafted in his class. A situation where where it's bad is is like Sam Darnold on the Jets, you know? You roll out Sam Darnold on an on one of the worst teams ever. <laughs> the Jets were so bad. And and they're bringing in Sam Darnold the rookie quarterback and he's just getting clobbered and he's got no confidence because they're just losing and losing and losing and he doesn't and they don't look good around him. Trey Lance has pieces everywhere. So that's not that's not a good argument. I don't like that. I don't like when people say you're going to ruin his development because I really don't think you would have. I I really don't think you would have. I think you should have we should have started Trey Lance last season. Here we are now. We got to let him develop this year. This team has a small window. We're we're a very talented team. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Jimmy Ward. We have a very, very talented, George Kittle. We have a very talented team, but the windows for Super Bowls aren't super long, aren't super big. So you got to do it. That's why we washed last season. We should have thrown it away because it's impossible to win it with Jimmy anyways. And I was saying this before. Everyone's like, you're just saying that because we lost already. No, I was saying that before that. We should have started Trey Lance. Anyways, I'm getting a little off topic here. But all I'm saying is, you know, now that Jimmy's back on the roster, we still got to let Trey Lance ride. And the only time Jimmy Garoppolo should ever come into a game this season, ever, is if Trey Lance gets injured. That's it. That's the only circumstance. If Trey Lance is playing bad, oh, well, you keep him in. You let him. You ride it out with him. You let him. Figure it out and get better. That's how you get better. What way? How are you going to get better sitting on the sideline watching somebody not good do your job? I'm sorry. I think to develop better, you got to be in there. In-game situations. Read a defense. Play with these guys. Build the chemistry. That's what you should do. I'm not a fan of the Jimmy Garoppolo move. Again, objectively, it makes us a better team because we have a very good backup quarterback. We do. But it's deeper than that, in my opinion. I think it's deeper than that. I don't think it's just, hey, look at our backup quarterback. It's deeper than that. It is what it is, though, man. You know, Niners, Niners, Bears, week one. We'll see how Trey Lance does. Um, I think he's going to do well. I really do. And speaking of Trey Lance doing well week one, let's hop into some starts and sits that I have for fantasy football Week one. And man, am I excited to get into this. <clears throat> I got three starts for some quarterbacks here. Got a couple quarterbacks I want you guys to start. Here we go. I'm going to start off with Trey Lance. There are a lot of people out there saying Trey Lance needs, we need to wait to see because Trey Lance has so, so much upside in fantasy because of his rushing ability. When you can rush very well, you get more fantasy points. So that's where the upside lies. And a lot of people are like, well, Trey Lance is very unpredictable right now. He's inexperienced. We can't really say he's going to be an elite fantasy quarterback yet. And I get that. But they're going against the Chicago Bears. That team is awful. <laughs> they suck. And that's going to build a lot of confidence for Trey. Plus the rushing upside. Very good defense to rush against. Right? 
Trey Lance is going to have, I think he's going to have a fine fantasy game. He is a start for me. So if you're in a situation where we have to start Trey Lance, I wouldn't be mad about that. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to have a, a solid, at least fantasy-wise, a good game against a very bad defense. Um, Another start for me, and it's actually my, I have this guy booming. I And I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm not going to sit here and and say, oh, you should start Justin Herbert this week. You should start Patrick Mahomes this week. Obviously, you have to. If you're not starting those guys, you're doing your team a disservice. I'm going to name guys that are like, you know, on the fence, like maybe you should start or maybe I shouldn't. You know, some might be better in your opinion or whatever. So I think Russell Wilson and he's almost like a must start, too. But I could see people having two quarterbacks to where he might be a second option in some cases um, or something like that. But Russell Wilson is 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 going to have a great week, I think. Um, and I think he's actually my biggest boom candidate. I think Russell Wilson is actually going to feast week one. Um, and a big reason for that is because he's going against his old team, Seattle. Um, and you know, I, Russell Wilson is the type of guy to have a revenge game. And, and not that there's any animosity between Russell Wilson and, and the Seahawks, because I don't really think there is, you know, they were together for a very long time, brought him a Super Bowl. So, you know, Russell Wilson going back against Seattle, it's not like there's any animosity there, but it's like, Hey, this is my whole team. Let's light him up. Right. And um, so it's in Seattle and it's on the big stage. It's the Monday night game. Uh, so big lights and, and Russell Wilson can thrive under that. So I, I'm really thinking, and you know, now Russell Wilson's got a very good team. You know, this Seahawks team is bad and, and that adds to it. The Seahawks have a bad defense. They have a very bad defense. So I, I could see Russell Wilson. I could see Russell Wilson um, having a great game against the Seahawks. I think he's going to go way above his projected totals. Um, in his first game ever as a Denver Bronco. So he's one of my starts as a quarterback and a and a very possible boom candidate for week one. And I'm going to try and figure out the whole structure of how I'm going to run my starts and sits and my booms or busts. I'm just kind of weighing it out right now. So this is just how I'm rolling with it week one. But we'll see as we, as we move on. Another start, another quarterback start that I have is actually Jameis Winston. So, you know, Jameis Winston is not your ideal starting fantasy quarterback. However, if you have to start him this week, I don't think that's bad at all. I think Jameis Winston is a fine starter for this week one going against the Atlanta Falcons. I like pretty much any quarterback going against Atlanta. They're they're of a bad defense. Um, you got to respect AJ Terrell because he's very solid. But other than that, I could see Jameis Winston getting 20 points this week. I could see something like that happening. Um, I don't see because Jameis Winston's an interesting uh, situation coming off an injury, being on the Saints team. Um, he's not like the best quarterback in the NFL. He's very, very in the middle. But yeah, I think this is a great week to start James Winston. And week ones are crazy because you never know what's going to happen. But James Winston's a guy that I would consider starting this week if I had him or I needed him. Um, I wouldn't be mad at starting James Winston. <clears throat> he's a very solid start for week one. And then the sit that I have at quarterback, because there's a lot of solid quarterback play, and I, and I feel like it's tough to grade a week one because it's so unpredictable. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, how everybody's going to look. But one main sit that I would never, ever start this week, if you're considering it, even in a super flex, this is a tough one, Justin Fields. And I like Justin Fields. Actually, one of the Niners to draft Justin Fields um, when it was going on, but I was totally fine with Trey Lance too. Um, Justin Fields is actually in my two main fantasy leagues. He's on my roster. Because I think he's got a lot of upside. This is not the week to start him, though. I think Justin Fields will pro- progressively get better over the season. Um, but he's going against the 49ers. This, he's, got a, he's got an awful team around him. The Bears' offensive line is bad. 
Um, they don't have a lot of weapons. They have Darnell Mooney, who is maybe a wide receiver two somewhere, like on a good team, but he's their wide receiver one. Um, no, uh, no weapons around him. The biggest thing about Justin Fields, it's 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 just it's uh, just like Trey Lance, uh, the rushing upside. But I don't think this is the week for that because the 49ers have an amazing defense. They have one of the top defenses in their defensive line is great. They're going to be pressuring the heck out of Justin Fields. I could see a couple of interceptions being thrown by Fields. Um, and I'm not starting Justin Fields. Again, I don't think he's a bad player to have on your roster. I have him in both my leagues. He's a he's a late round pick that I have to kind of stash on my bench until until it's time. Um, but no, not not this week. This is not the week to start Justin Fields. Um, no. Not liking it. So if you have to start Justin Fields, I'd be worried. I would not want to start him if I was you. Hopefully you're not in that situation, though. Jeez, that would be tough. If you if, if you have to start Justin Fields, I don't know how you draft it. But if you're considering it, don't. Let's move on to some running backs. Uh, my only start, main start, because again, I could tell you to start Jonathan Taylor. I could tell you to start Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. John J. Swift. These are must-starts every week. I'm not going to tell you to start these guys. Start them every week. I'm going with the middle-tier guys. I got Chase Edmonds. And Chase Edmonds is one of the main guys that I was eyeing in every one of my fantasy leagues. Um, and I and I ended up getting him in... I got him in both my leagues, actually. Uh, my two main leagues. I'm in a couple, like, not main ones, but my two main leagues I ended up getting him in. And I'm very excited about that. And when I say Chase Edmonds to a lot of people, they usually come out with, hey... What about Raheem Mostert? They have a committee. Um, sure. They'll be splitting carries. Raheem Mostert, uh, with Raheem Mostert. But number one is Raheem Mostert is very injury prone. Super, super injury prone. One injury to Raheem Mostert, done. This is Chase Edmonds' time. But even for just this week, Raheem Mostert's healthy. Chase Edmonds is just the superior talent. Chase Edmonds is just a better football player than Raheem Mostert is. Raheem Mostert's good. He was a 49er for a long time, a couple years. He was good. But Chase Edmonds is the better player. And I'm I would consider starting him this week. He's a start for me. Um look at I'm starting him in uh probably one of my leagues because my other one it's a two flex. But I, I like the idea of starting Chase Edmonds this week. Um and again, Chase Edmonds is a great fantasy grab. If you haven't had your draft yet, look for Chase Edmonds. Um, I think he's, I think he's a steal, especially with his ADP. Let's move on. I'm sitting Brees Hall. They are going against the Ravens. They the Ravens have a very good uh, defensive line, a very solid defensive line, and I ju- I think this game's just going to be ugly. I think it's just going to be a blowout. I really do. Um, Zach Wilson's health is uncertain. I just don't like the idea of starting a Jets running back, especially a rookie this early. It's it's kind of it's it's a very interesting situation because it's it's like a lot of these other ones where you want to see it play out first. You want to see how Brees Hall looks until you end up making him a regular start in your rotation. I'm waiting this week if I have Brees Hall. I don't, but if I have Brees Hall, I'm waiting a week or two. I want to see how he does against Baltimore. I don't think he's gonna get you that many points. I think you probably have better options on your team. Um, So I am looking in the other direction from Brees Hall. Not a fan of that. Would not start him this week. Another one is J.K. Dobbins on the other side of the sideline, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Kind of, so 
J.K. Dobbins is a very good running back. And I think he's another good player to have, but it's similar to a Brees Hall situation to where I just want to see it play out a little bit more. J.K. Dobbins coming off injury. I'm a little concerned about his health. They have a committee back there. Uh, you got Gus Edwards, who is likely, who, who takes a lot of the, the rushes and the Ravens don't target running backs a lot when it comes to the passing game. And that's, I feel like where J.K. Dobbins would do most of his fantasy damage is where a lot of his value would be. And they don't do that a lot. And I know the Jets are very bad. I think we could see a very big game from Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, who are both obviously their must starts, but two guys I would consider boom candidates this week. Um, I think we're going to see good games from them, but I'm not sure about J.K. Dobbins with his health situation, with this committee right now, with the Greg Roman offense. I'm not thinking J.K. Dobbins is a great start this week. If you have to start J.K. Dobbins, it's not bad, but I don't think I would look in that direction. I would rather start somebody else than J.K. Dobbins. All right, and then I have one more sit. This is an interesting one. This one comes in two days. On the Thursday night game, I got Cam Akers. I know Cam Akers is a higher tier running back than like a Brees Hall and a J.K. Dobbins. And he's he's likely somebody's, he could be someone's RB1, maybe RB2. And it's tough to sit a guy like that. And I'm not necessarily going to sit here and say, put him on your bench. I'm glad I don't have him this week. Because Cam Akers, they're going against the Buffalo Bills. The Rams are a very pass-heavy team. They're a very pass-heavy team. Cooper Cup. And um, Matthew Stafford had an amazing connection last season. They bring in Allen Robinson. They're going against an incredible defensive line and a great defense in the Buffalo Bills. I don't like any Rams running back this week, and especially um, Cam Akers. I'm not feeling that. I don't think starting Cam Akers, I don't think he's going to get you a lot of points. I didn't like Cam Akers in any of my drafts. Didn't target him at all. I never really wanted him. Um, So... That's kind of where I'm at with Cam Akers. I don't, I, and actually, Cam Akers is my biggest bust. Um, uh, what was the word I was using earlier? Uh, candidate. He's like my biggest bust candidate. Um, I think he's gonna not get a lot of points. He's, I think he's gonna bust this week. I think Cam Akers will bust this week. So I'm not liking the Cam Akers matchup. Let's move on. Wide receivers. I don't have any sits. Wide receivers are tough to sit, and obviously, again, I'm not going to go through this every time, but I'm not telling you to start the main guys because that's just boring. I'm not going to tell you to sit the bad guys because that's just boring. I'm going guys right in the middle. Terry McLaurin, he's likely a starter in everybody's league. I think he's going to have a great game. Start Terry McLaurin. Don't think about it. I had Terry McLaurin in both of my competitive leagues last year. Wasn't a fan. Very boomer bust. Very 27 points one week, six points the next. 20 points this week, two points the next. Very frustrating. Terry McLaurin now has a decent quarterback. Carson Wentz is not, I don't even know if I want to say decent, if I'm being honest, better than uh, Taylor Heineke. Probably the best quarterback he's ever played with is Carson Wentz, if I'm remembering right. Uh, they had Fitzpatrick. Um, but anyways, it's not like Carson Wentz is a backup. They've had a lot of backups. Carson Wentz is no backup. He's a low-end starter. 
but I think he can get the ball to Terry McLaurin. Being their number one option, I think we can see that a lot. They're going against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have a bad secondary. Um, and I think we can see Terry McLaurin have a very solid game uh, in week one. Going against the Jags, new new quarterback. Feel bad for the guy. <laughs> he's never had a good quarterback, but he's got a new one who I think might be the best one they've had. Carson Wentz looked atrocious um, on the Colts, but, um, you know. I think that they, they could have a good game. He could have a good game. Um, week one. Another start. Uh, Hunter Renfro. I'm starting Hunter Renfro. Um, they're going against the Chargers, who have a very good defense. J.C. Jackson is injured. So that's a that's a blow to the Chargers secondary. He'll be out for a couple of weeks. And I think when you're dragging a lot of attention to Devontae Adams... You have an amazing route runner like Hunter Renfro. I think he's going to get some points. I think I think we're going to see a touchdown from Hunter Renfro possibly week one. Um, and he's a guy I would start at my flex in in leagues if I had him. I think Hunter Renfro is going to have a very good game. Um, so he's a start for me. And then another start I have is Marquise Brown, Hollywood, uh, going against Kansas City. I'm, I was not the biggest fan of targeting Marquise Brown in drafts. Don't have him in any of my leagues just because... Uh, DeAndre Hopkins will be back, you know, in week seven. So I just thought it was pointless because I don't think Mark Hollywood Brown's that great. But when you're a when you're a number one option and you're in a high scoring offense, high tempo offense, I could see you getting points. So I could see Hollywood Brown getting some points this week. I think he's a solid start in 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 fantasy leagues going against Kansas City, who don't have an amazing secondary. Um, so I think we could see that totally. Um, and then that's all my wide receivers. I'll move on to tight ends. Tight ends are tough. I don't have any. I mean, I just have I have one tight end um, that I wrote down. They're tough because there's like the main guys, you know, you start. Then it's like, you know who you're going to start and sit for the most part. Um, but I, I would consider starting uh, Pat. I, I'm going to butcher his name because I never know how to say it. Friermuth, that's how I'm guessing it. I think that's how you say it, but I might be completely wrong. Going against Cincinnati, I think he could have a good game. I think he's probably there. I mean, they got Deontay Johnson, but I think he's gonna he's gonna rack some targets um because they got Mitch Shabisky learning this offense. He could dump it off to Friermuth a little bit. So I would consider starting Friermuth. Um but again, tight ends are weird. This is my favorite part, actually. The defenses. I love defenses because I stream defenses every week. Uh, it's been my strategy in fantasy for a very long time. A lot of people do it. It's the it's the it's it's the better strategy if you want to win your leagues. I really think so. I think streaming defenses is the smartest thing to do. I got some main defense that I want to start. First off, you got your main guys. The Saints going against Atlanta, total start. Atlanta's offense is bad. Marcus Mariota is their quarterback, and the Saints have a very good off uh, defense. I'm starting the Saints defense. Starting San Francisco's defense going against Chicago. Bad offense. Again, I think Justin Fields is going to have a bad game. Start the Niners. I'm starting the Colts defense. I think that they are going to have an amazing game going against Houston. Houston's bad. Colts are good. Their defense is good. It's pretty simple stuff. You got to look at the matchups when it comes to it. Those are three main starts. Now, I'm also going to start the Titans defense. The Titans don't have an amazing defense, but they're going against the Giants. Giants are bad. I like starting the Titans defense. I think they're going to hold them to hold them to, you know, 
not a lot of points. Saquon's not going to do a whole lot. Right? I don't I'm not the biggest like I think Saquon could be good, but I don't know. I'm not the biggest Saquon believer right now. It is what it is. I'm starting the Ravens. I think that's a great start uh, against the Jets. I, I just have a feeling this game's going to be a blowout. And I'm not the biggest Ravens believer either. People know that. But I just have a feeling this game's going to be a blowout. I just think the Ravens are going to kill the Jets. Not that the Jets, because I think I'm actually, I think the Jets are, are, are a solid team right now. But I, I think we're going to see a blowout here. I think the Ravens are going to kill the Jets. Start their defense. Now I got a couple sits. I'm not going to tell you to sit the Texans defense because everybody knows that. I'm going to tell you to sit the Rams defense. The Rams have a fantastic defense. Sit them this week. They're playing the Bills. I'm sorry. The Bills are arguably the best offense in football. You don't want to start the Rams when they're going against the best offense in the league. They're going to rack up points. The Bills are going to rack up a lot of points. And the Rams aren't going to have that great of a defensive score. I'm sitting the Rams, and guess who else I'm sitting? The Bills, because they're going against the Rams. These are arguably arguably the two best teams in the league with arguably the best offense and the best defense in the league. I'm sitting the Rams and Bills defenses just for those reasons. Two just powerhouse offenses going against each other. I don't think – I think this is going to be – not necessarily that the defenses aren't good enough because they both have great defense. It's just you don't want to risk that. The defensive defenses could show out and look better than the offenses, but you don't want to risk that because that, that may not happen because of the, how good the offensive offenses actually are. So, yes, I am not starting the Rams or the Bills defense this week. I don't like that move. Wouldn't do that. And then the last team I'm sitting is the Cowboys. They're going against Tampa Sunday night. You know, Tom Brady, I'm, I'm liking what I see from Tampa right now. This team looks really, really good. Um, Obviously, they got Tom Brady. I don't really want to start a defense going against Brady. He's probably the most consistent quarterback in the NFL. Um, I'm sitting the Cowboys. They have a solid defense. I'd stash the Cowboys. Uh, Don't do it. Don't, don't start the Cowboys defense this week. Do a good start. One of the six that I stated earlier, the Saints, Niners, Colts, Titans, Broncos, and Ravens. That would be good for you because I think they're going to have good games. The Niners are a team that I would stash for two weeks because they play Seattle next week. So if you have the Niners, good for you. I think the Colts have a bad uh, opponent week two. Might be Jacksonville. So the Colts are another good stash because they have a bad opponent week two. So you could play them for two consecutive weeks. Anyways, those are all my starts and sits. Again, I'm not sure how I'm going to roll out that format uh, in future episodes. But for now, that's how I'm doing it. And I'm getting ready to talk about who I think is going to win every game week one. All right. Try to get a sip of water. And let's do this. Let's start off with Thursday. Speaking of Thursday Night Football, the new song is really dope. The new Thursday Night Football song for Amazon Prime, super, super sick. I love it. Okay, here we go. The first Thursday Night Game of the Year, which actually won't be on Amazon Prime. For some reason, this first game's not. I think it's on Peacock, actually. Um, so I don't, I don't know why. I, I heard that it's not, but anyways, big picture. We got the Bills and Rams. We got the defending champions going against the Bills, who I think are the best team in the NFL. 
And I think the Bills are going to prove that Thursday night. I got the Bills taking the win. I do. Um, Again, toss-up game. Either way, two of the best teams in the league. But I'm taking the Bills here. I think they're the best team in the league. I like Josh Allen more than I like Matthew Stafford. I just think, again, this game can go either way, but I got my money on the Bills. I'm taking the Bills here. Give me Buffalo coming out on top with the first W of the entire NFL season. This is an amazing Thursday night game, by the way. This is fantastic. Shout out to the schedule makers. Bills and Rams, that's a game everybody's going to want to tune into. They're upping the Thursday night games. They are, which is awesome. They're making the Thursday night games really entertaining, which I'm really stoked for. Okay, let's move on to Sunday. Let's start with Saints and Atlanta. I touched on this a lot. I think Saints are going to be good. I think Atlanta is going to be bad. Give me the Saints here. Saints are the better team. Again, division games can go anyway, which is true. But give me the Saints here. They're just the better team. I don't. I haven't seen enough from Atlanta to think that they'll beat the Saints week one. Um, so I think Jamie Swinson, he'll be fine. I think Michael Thomas. Uh, is Michael Thomas playing? I don't know. Uh, why am I blanking on Michael Thomas's health status? He's injured, isn't he? Whatever. Saints, Atlanta, give me the Saints here. The next game is actually one of the tougher games I had to choose, the Browns and Panthers. I think they're very similar. Without Deshaun Watson, I think this, these teams are very like close. Um, and I'm actually going to rock with the Panthers here. I know in one of my last episodes, I said that the Browns have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year. And I think they do. I just think you ha- we have to see Jacoby Brissett play well, and I need to wait and see that. Now, if Jacoby Brissett can play solid and win this team six to seven games, at least while Deshaun Watson is suspended, they have a chance to do it. But if he can't, then obviously they don't. So it really depends on Jacoby Brissett, how he rolls out. If he rolls out bad, then my prediction was awful. Anyways, I'm taking the Panthers here. A big reason for that is a Baker Mayfield revenge game. I really feel like we're going to see one. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he has a lot of doubters i would say and you know going against his former team the team that drafted him but the team that didn't really treat him well i'd say um you know i could see baker mayfield having a very good revenge game you know back back in back uh against his former team you know he's going to show out so give me the browns here i'm sorry give me the panthers here Next is my my uh, 49ers going against Chicago. Give me the Niners here. They're just the way better team. Niners are arguably a top 10 team. Bears are one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think it's pretty simple. I think we're going to see a solid Trey Lance game. I think we're going to see Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk play well. Um, but this Niners team is just extremely better than the Bears are. So if the Niners win, lose this game, I'll be a little concerned. Um, we should not lose. We are better than the Bears. Now there are... People saying, and, and Darnell Mooney came out and said that Justin Fields wants to have a very, very good game because this is the team that passed on him. We pass on Justin Fields in the draft, and apparently he's kind of mad at us. He holds a grudge against us. So hopefully we were right, and Justin Fields doesn't come out and torch us. But no, I don't I don't think he's going to. I think I think the Niners are going to take this one. Next game, uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Give me the Bengals here. Give me the defending AFC champions here. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Steelers are being a little bit overlooked now, man. The Steelers are very good with a very good defense. Uh, but I'm rocking with the Bengals here. You know, they look better. They have a they have a better offense. They have, you know, uh, chemistry with their quarterbacks and their receivers now. With the Steelers offense looking a little new, a little fresh with Mitchell Trubisky. Um, they have solid receivers with Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. But I'm liking what I see from uh, Cincinnati a little bit more as of this moment. Give me the Bengals here. Again, another divisional game, which can go any way. Give me the Bengals, though. Uh, Philadelphia and Detroit. Give me Philly. 
they're the better team. Although I do think Detroit's going to surprise a lot of people this year and roll out with five or six wins. I do think Philadelphia is a very solid team this season. They're probably going to win their division, I think. Um, and I think Philadelphia is going to win. I'm a big, but I'm a believer in Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be very good. Um, so, you know, Jalen Hurts adding A.J. Brown with Devontae Smith is a huge, huge move for them. And I think that was a perfect move for them to make to give Jalen Hurts a little extra confidence and a little more help on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I like Philadelphia here to to roll over Detroit pretty much uh, here in week one. Next game, Colts and Texans. Another game that I think shouldn't be too close. Uh, the Colts are just better, you know, adding Matt Ryan now, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I do think that we're going to see Matt Ryan pass a lot in the first half. I think we're going to see the the Colts kind of come out firing a lot of a lot of passes, a lot of maybe it's a couple deep balls in there. Um, and I think we're they're going to focus more on Jonathan Taylor in the second half. They're going to run it because they're going to be up by a couple touchdowns. Uh, the Houston Texans are not good. This is another tanking season for them. They're not a good football team right now. This, that's just what it is. It is what it is. What it is. Uh, Texans are not good. The Colts are good. Give me Indianapolis here. Now we got another tough game. New England and Miami divisional matchup. Are they're very close teams? Those are like back to back, like very, very, very close teams. These two. And I'm going to rock with the Patriots here. I'm going to rock with Bill Belichick coming out opening day for his squad. Mac Jones. Everyone's been raving about Mac Jones. Bill Belichick said Mac Jones has looked a lot better, more experienced, more developed. I'm going to rock with the Patriots here to beat Miami. Mostly because I like Mac Jones more than I like Tua. And I haven't seen anything from Tua that will be like, hey, I like Tua. I do like Tua. Um, and I hope he does well. However, I haven't seen much promise yet in the NFL from uh, at the NFL level from him. I'm rocking with Mac Jones here. I'm rocking with the Patriots. Give me New England to beat Miami. I already went over this. Ravens and Jets. Give me the Ravens. I think it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> I really don't have much to say. I, 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 I'm not the biggest fan of Lamar Jackson. Uh, how, you know, I don't think he's going to be amazing. Um, he can be, but I just don't see it right now. So, but I think they're going to kill him. Jags in Washington, kind of a bad game, but I'm going to rock with Washington here. Uh, the Jags just simply aren't very good right now. Washington's not great either, but they are better. And I just think that we're going to see Carson Wentz, Terry McLaurin, maybe build a little connection here. I think we're going to see Washington's defense kind of have a step up because they were supposed to be very good last year and they kind of were, uh, were a disappointment. But I do think that we're going to see Washington's defense uh, kind of step up. And I think we're going to see Carson Wentz, Terry McLaurin, maybe build some chemistry and uh, and roll over the Jacks here. Another game where we have a, a pretty solid team going against a bad team, the Titans and Giants. Give me the Titans here. They're just better. Giants are really, really bad. Uh, I don't think the Titans are great, but they have Derrick Henry. Nobody on the Giants defensive line is stopping Derrick Henry. He's an absolute beast. So he's a he's a tank. So I'm not I'm not rocking with the Giants defensive line to hold off Derrick Henry for for 60 minutes. I'm going with uh with I'm I'm rolling with Tennessee here in this game here in the afternoon slate. Chiefs in Arizona could be an interesting game. Again, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. I'm taking the Chiefs here. They're just they're better, I think, than than Arizona. Arizona actually is is they're a team that's kind of a boomer bust for me. Um, they're very we don't know how they're gonna work out. I think the the Cardinals have 
not built an amazing team around Kyler Murray right now, especially with DeAndre Hopkins, you know, not doing the team any favors, getting suspended for six games. But I'm going to roll with Kansas City because they're better. They have Patrick Mahomes. They have the best quarterback in the league. Uh, This Arizona team's it just seems like incomplete. So I think the Chiefs will come out and win it. Raiders Chargers. Holy crime. That's a good game. That's a very good game. And I am going with the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to win this uh, week one here. It's in Los Angeles. Is it? I think it's in Los Angeles. Hold on. Now I'm questioning myself. I wrote it down, but I actually don't know if, if that's correct. I'm going to check right now if the Raiders and Chargers. I think they are playing in L.A., but I might have been wrong. Yeah, they are. They're playing in L.A. Okay, so yeah, in L.A., it really didn't matter, but in L.A., uh, give me the Raiders, though. They're very close anyways, but okay, give me the Raiders. Um, You know, no J.C. Jackson, and, it, and a lot of it comes down to the Hunter Renfro thing that I was talking about earlier, right? I mean, I think they're going to draw a lot of doubles to Devontae. Um, a, lot of, a lot of eyes are going to be on Devontae, and I think we're going to see a big game from Hunter Renfro. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm, I'm taking the Raiders here. Um, again, could go either way divisional matchup. No JC Jackson though. And that's a blow. That's a blow for the, uh, for the Chargers defense. So I'm going to rock with the Raiders here. And the last game of the afternoon slate is the Packers in Minnesota. I'm going to roll with the Packers. That's the game that I was very skeptical on. I didn't know. Whoops. I didn't know who I wanted to pick for that game. I think I'm going to go Packers again. All these could change. I'm going to, I think I'm going to announce all my picks like Sunday morning if I change anything, but um, I'm right. As of this moment, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. I think, but that that's probably the, the game that's most likely to, to flip flop. So keep your ears open. If I change that, I'm going to roll with the Packers right now, but I don't have a lot to say because this game is going to be very, very close divisional matchup. You know, I think the Vikings are going to surprise a lot of people this season, but that's a close one. The night game bucks and Cowboys. Again, I'm going Tampa. They played uh, last year on Thursday night. I remember that they were the opening Thursday night game, which is cool, but no, I'm, I'm going Tampa. I'm going Tom Brady uh, over this Cowboys team. You know, very, very simple. I don't think the Cowboys are amazing. I think they're good, uh, but I think Tampa's way better. What I, I think Tampa's almost the best team in the NFL. I mean, they're they're top three. They're right there with the Bills and the Rams. So, uh, give me the Bucks here. And Monday night, we already talked about it. Give me the Broncos. They're beating up on Seattle. Russell Wilson revenge game. Uh, Seattle's really bad roster. Their team is really bad. All they have is DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They have. Um, Kenneth Walker and Rashad Penny, but that's it. Seems not very good. So, uh, give me the Broncos here. I think they're going to be a very solid team and I think they're going to roll over the Seahawks. So those are my predictions for week one. Again, things can change. Things probably will change to keep an eye out for that Packers Vikings game. Cause I really don't know how I feel about that yet. Um, but man, I'm very, very excited for the, for the season. It's almost here. It is right around the corner. Two days away. Couldn't come fast enough. <clears throat> Very stoked. Uh, but yeah, that'll be it for me today. Uh, not a whole lot. Just wanted to go over my starts and sits. Again, I'm going to figure out a cool format for this, I think. I'm going to try and do this every week. Starts and sits, week predictions. Hopefully, I'll have some people on. Anyone out there listening, you want to hop on the pod, you know you're more than welcome. Just hit me on any of my socials. Um, you can hit me on Instagram at the nightshift.pod, on TikTok at the nightshift pod, and at Twitter at the nightshift, two T's at the beginning, two T's at the end. You could also email me at pod.thenightshift.gmail.com. Any one of those, you know, you can always get at me. Um, I'm always down to have people on. I need some guests coming into the NFL season. So 
we'll try and get that rocking. But again, I appreciate you guys listening, man. Um, I appreciate I would appreciate it if you left a review, uh, preferably a positive one. Uh, five stars would be amazing. They would help me grow a little bit. Um, you know, but do your thing if you enjoyed it. I appreciate you staying listening. Tell your friends. Tell anybody you want about this pod because you can maybe learn a little something and you could have fun listening to what I'm doing. Usually I have a guest on here to go back and forth with me today. I rock solo. Um, but yes, it's been a ton of fun. Can't wait for the season to begin again. Appreciate all of you still listening out there and that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace.